welcome to the Manic Metallic Podcast, where we respect fashion's past, analyze fashion's present, and get excited about fashion's future. I'm Liberty Gaither, founder and creative principal of fashion media company Manic Metallic. Several times per week, I'll bring you episodes about exciting things happening in fashion, discussion about current issues facing the industry, and the places and people that have made the fashion industry great. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on Instagram at the Manic Metallic Podcast and at Manic Metallic, both linked in our show notes. Now, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the first episode of the Manic Metallic Podcast. I'm Liberty Gator, your host, and I'm going to tell you a bit about Manic Metallic and then I'll give you a bit about myself and we'll get into the episode. So Manic Metallic is a fashion media company that creates audio, written, and video content that supports our ethos that fashion is an art discipline and a force for societal change. Myself, I unofficially began Manic Metallic in 2020, but incorporated as an LLC in 2021 as a response to the fashion industry becoming overly commercialized at a cost to quality coverage of talent native to fashion itself. I worked in various industries such as marketing and tech, while modeling part-time before finding my way back to my first love, which is and always has been fashion. I want to start a podcast for Manic Metallic because our message is a message that I believe in wholeheartedly, and I want as many people to hear it as possible because I truly believe that we can make a difference in the fashion industry with the work that our company does. And with that said, let's get into today's episode. Every Monday, I'm going to be discussing three things that are exciting me about the fashion industry or have me curious at the present moment. And today, you know, number one, I'm going to start with the spring-summer 2022 Haute Couture collections. There are five designers that I'm really looking forward to, what they've got to offer. Not that they're the only designers that I'm looking at their work, but these are five of my personal favorites. My first is going to be, you know, Daniel Roseberry with Scaparelli. I love his work. Scaparelli is actually holding their show at 10 a.m. Paris time on January 24th, which when this podcast airs will be today. They're going to have a live show and they're going to be doing a live stream for the general public. So one thing that I really like about Scaparelli's work under Roseberry is the dramatic forms in which he creates their clothing. You know, he's really good at both tailoring and creating volumes with clothing. And um, I don't know, it's very rare in the fashion industry that you find someone that's good at even one of those. So to find someone that's good at both is just astounding. Another thing that I think Scaparelli is good at is, you know, the accessories I feel like have become a, a favorite of a lot of people over the past couple of years. The anatomy is sec- accessory, excuse me, in particular, like, the ear earrings, the gold lip-shaped bags, the necklaces that, you know, hinted at arteries inside of lungs, you know, those were a really interesting thing. And so, yeah, definitely looking at what Daniel Roseberry is doing for Scaparelli. Um, next, Iris Van Herpen. She's always been one of my personal faves since I discovered her work in 2017, I believe it was. Now, she's actually having a She's only showing her show by appointment, so that's going to be January 24th, which would be today as well. And, you know, one thing that I'm really excited at, you know, looking at Van Herpen's work is that when she first started her career, you know, she's always been really artistically 
talented and innovative and she's one of the most interesting designers in the industry today but a lot of her work I I won't say a lot of it you know I'll say there are certain parts of her work in which I feel like it would be better suited to being in a museum than being on the human form but the past few seasons she's started to move more towards clothing that can move with the human form it's just like it's more fluid, it's more movable, and, you know, I'm really looking forward to her continuing that evolution of her design sense. You know, I think that it's a really welcome change from the type of work that she has, you know, the, the type of work that she did early on in her career. Third designer that I'm looking at is Eli Saab. He's always been a um, a fave. He's a Lebanese designer, and you know, a nice secret here. I actually think that Lebanese designers, and, you know, I found this out when researching for one of Manic Metallic's special projects, I truly believe that Lebanese designers are some of the best that the fashion industry has to offer, but that's a tangent. Maybe we can talk about that at some other point. So Eli Saab is holding a show at 5 p.m. Paris time on January 26th. There's going to be a live show and a live stream for the public as well. Now, his last show, you know, fall 2021, his typical grandiosity was, you know, slightly parrot back in favor of just like a more intimate focus on embroidery and detailing. So, yep, definitely, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what he's got to offer. His craftsmanship is, it's just always so spot on that you can't really help but gape and wonder. So looking forward to his work. Next up, Ralph Rucci. Now, this guy, you know, he's a native of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in the United States. He's always created really good work, but I don't feel like he's ever really gotten the attention from the fashion industry that he truly deserves. I mean, yes, he's gotten awards and he's gotten recognition, but I feel like he deserved and still deserves a lot more attention than he gets from fashion media, press, um... But anyway, he's holding a show, 5.30 p.m. Paris time, January 27th. His is going to be a digital presentation. Now, last season, which would have been in fall 2021, his collection came in the form of these really beautiful illustrations that were created by fashion illustrator Bill Donovan, who creates elegant and sophisticated work primarily in watercolors. And if you're interested in knowing more about his work, you know, just... Go to our Instagram page, not the Manic Metallic podcast, but go to at Manic Metallic and just take a look at our guide that we have on fashion illustrators to learn a bit more about his work. Last designer, Zuhair Murad, and he is having his show at 12 p.m. on January 26th, Paris time, of course, having a live show, live streaming for the public. His last show was inspired by the Venice Carnival. And so, yeah, real interested to see what he puts out. Now, a couple of other designers that I'm also curious to see is Stefan Roland. And I believe that his work is really, really underrated. I think that some of the best that Couture Week has, just from a broader sense. And Cindy, of course. I think that Kim Jones has actually done a pretty decent job at the helm so far with his first couple of Couture seasons. Like last season, he created this really beautiful and angelic collection. 
And, but I, I feel like he really needs to make everyone, and, and by everyone, I mean me. He needs to make us forget about that Fendachi atrocity pre-fall collection. Like, I, it was so bad. I never want to see anything that looks that bad again. Just, just my personal opinion. But, um, but yeah, I really think that Fendi needs to calm down on collaborations for now. We, we don't need any more Fendachi. We don't need any more Fendi and Skims. Just, I really wish that Kim Jones would just keep doing good work for Fendi to brand. So, you know, Couture Shows is number one. Number two thing that I'm excited about is the Fashion Act, which is a law proposed in New York State. You know, the full name of it is the Fashion Sustainability and Social Accountability Act, which states that if a brand has global revenues of at least $100 million and sells products in New York State, then they're going to be required to map out at least 50% of their supply chains, disclose the environmental and social impact that their brands have, and set binding targets which are science-based, that will reduce and prevent their impact. They'd also be required to be transparent about their workers' wages. It was formally introduced to the New York State Senate in October, and since then it's gotten support from a lot of big names, including designer Stella McCartney. She's always been really big into sustainability issues. Organizations like the New Standard Institute, Environmental Advocates New York, they've also gotten on board. So that's, that's really big. In terms of emissions reporting, those would align with the Paris Climate Accords, which is obviously a good thing. You know, thank goodness that the United States got back in the Paris Climate Accords. And if you don't comply, non-compliant companies would be fined 2% of their annual revenues, which 2% might not seem like a lot, especially if you're making $100 million minimum, but, you know, 2% will start to add up. I mean, 2% of $100 million would be... Two million. So, I mean, I don't know about you, but I would like to not be fined two million dollars if I had that. Yeah, so really happy to see good regulation coming down the line for the fashion industry. It's needed it for a long time. And now the Fashion Act hasn't passed, obviously, but if it does, you know, be really excited for that. Recently, we've gotten the Garment Worker Protection Act passed in California. And in France, they actually have an anti-waste and circular economy law that was passed in February of 2020, and it fully went into effect this month, you know, January 2022. And among other things, it actually adds a product rating to clothing that's similar to household appliances. So that's just something to take a look at. Definitely worth getting more detail on if you're interested in issues pertaining to sustainability and fashion, which I think that everyone should be interested in those. Now, the last thing that I'm excited about is I'm actually going to do a plug for Manic Metallic. So we recently created a fashion ebook titled Alternative Fashion Capitals, which it's a very detailed fashion ebook that spotlights the sartorial cultures of 20 different cities spread across six different continents. You know, cities like Beirut, Sao Paulo, um, Lagos, Nigeria, Hong Kong, spread across six different continents that are often ignored in favor of like yet more coverage of the usual four suspects, which obviously New York, London, Milan, and Paris. Alternative fashion capitals dives into the fashion infrastructures of each of these 20 cities, and it covers areas like shopping districts, educational institutions, brands, fashion organizations, and more. If you're interested in hearing more about alternative fashion capitals and 
We'll include a link to the product page on our website and the show notes. That link will be in the show notes along with links to purchase if you're interested in doing that. And, you know, Alternative Fashion Capitals is for sale on Amazon, Apple, Google Play, Kobo, and of course, Manic Metallic's website. It comes in two forms, a PDF and an EPUB. And if you're familiar with, you know, like reading eBooks, you know that an EPUB's going to have two forms. Reflowable. Which basically allows you to change the size of the words and you can change the fonts, all of those different things. You can really customize your experience. Amazon is an EPUB. Reflowable. So if customization is your thing, go for our Amazon version. We also have an EPUB fixed, which is more akin to a PDF. And that's what our version on Apple, Google Play, and Kobo are. And so if you're interested in having an EPUB, but you want something that is a bit more fixed, and since it's akin to a PDF, it actually has our same design that the PDF version on manicmetallic.com has. And yeah, there was so much work, like months and months of work that went into the design aspect of our ebook. So if design is your thing, then I recommend either going for the EPUB fixed version or the PDF version on manicmetallic.com. Again, if you're interested in knowing any more about our Alternative Fashion Capitals ebook, we'll link to the all of those in the show notes. So we're going to wrap up this episode by just like thanking you for listening to the first episode of the Manic Metallic podcast and just like really excited to begin the journey of reaching this wider audience with Manic Metallic's message of fashion as an art discipline and a change agent. Be sure to keep an eye out for our next episode, which is going to be the first installment of our Who Is series, which is a series in which, you know, we're going to take a magnifying glass to the lives of some of the men and women that have built the fashion industry. More on that in that next episode. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. If you got value out of today's episode, it'd mean a lot to me if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Manic Metallic Podcast. Be sure to tell all of your fashion and climate friends and co-workers about the podcast as well. This would really help us to spread our message about fashion being an art, discipline, and force for societal change. And don't forget to stay in touch with us by subscribing to the Manic Metallic newsletter and following us on Instagram. Feel free to reach out to us through either of those names. I'd love to hear from you. I'll leave these all in the show notes. You're the best. See you next episode.